Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Connor. In college, I took a class from, uh, it was an economics class, and I was uh, learning from a professor, or rather required to learn from a professor, all about economics. And I distinctly remember this class, ironically enough, not because of anything I actually learned in the class, but because awkwardly, this professor sweat, sweated, sweat, sweat. a lot. <laughs> And he would have he would point in the back of the room and his armpits would just be, you know, soaked with sweat. It was really gross. That is like my one memory of my economics class. And that shows you how boring of a class it was. <laughs> because when you learn about economics the right way, it is amazing. Uh, it is so fun. We have thousands of kids learning about economics using our free market rules uh, curriculum. And we'll link to that on the show notes page, but it's super easy. It's just uh, freemarket.tuttletwins.com. And so families there are learning the nuts and bolts of free market economics. Everyone who signs up, no matter when you sign up, starts with, you know, like unit one, lesson one, and you progressively go as you learn more and more complex ideas. We have activities and lessons for the young kids, for the older kids, information for the parents. And it's been so fun to see how now thousands of kids are learning about economics in a way that is relevant to their life. In other words, if you're a kid listening right now and you're wondering, as the name of our podcast is, the way the world works and, and why people make the decisions they do, why things change in price, what the purpose of money is, how we can make more of it, why entrepreneurship is important, how we can serve other people, why needs and, and wants change over time. These are all fascinating things because, you know, I, I don't know, Brittany, if you ever uh, do this, but I like people watching. Yeah. I like going like to the beach. Uh, we were we were at Lake Tahoe with the family recently and just sitting there and watching people interact. Why are they doing what they do? What motivates them uh, to act the way they do? And and I enjoy that just wondering about people and seeing how unique and creative and different people are. That's the economy in a lot of ways. And that's not at all what my sweaty college professor taught me. He he showed us a bunch of curves and graphs and definitions and and big long papers that people who work at banks wrote like just you know mind Sounds thrilling oh totally <laughs> thrilling don't get me started so so i think learning about the economy is fun how Brittany, if, if one of our kids were to to stop you let's say you're back teaching a bunch of kids and they were to say you know what is the economy what does it mean? How, how do you help young kids kind of understand that question? What is the economy? Yeah, I think my biggest thing I would say is the economy is us, right? It's not this, it's not this giant machine. It's not some big crazy thing, right? It's each of us. It's every time you and I go to the store and we give money to someone, maybe we don't even go to the store. Maybe we just go on Amazon and we order something. Every time we engage in commerce is what that would be called. We are the economy. So, so I would tell them that the economy is us. Why, why is that important? So, so let me push on you further. So um, people think that the economy is, you know, this separate thing that can be controlled and has buttons and levers. And <laughs> that can be. Why is that um, perspective so wrong? Why, why should kids understand uh, 
that the economy is us? What What's the problem if they don't understand it that way? So let's say it was a big machine, then you could probably argue that maybe it wouldn't be best to control it, but that someone could, right? That a government could control it. So because we are the economy, because all the different, you know, actors that are making products and widgets and gadgets and selling it to us or services, because we are all the economy, it gets a lot harder to control for a lot of reasons. One being that you know, a government person sitting in some big building in Washington, D.C. has no idea what Connor, the entrepreneur in Utah, needs to be successful. He just can't. You know, they can't make those decisions because he's not there. So I think that's what's really important is when we think of the economy as people and the actions that people take, you realize really quickly that it becomes very hard to even try to plan an economy or to control an economy. There's just too many moving parts. So the people who want to control our lives... Uh, they they almost have to have a, a perspective that the economy is this thing to be con- uh, controlled because that's what they want to control. They want to pass laws. They want to do things that allow them to try and enact controls. Even though if you look at countries that have enacted much more heavy control over the economy, or rather us, as you point out, controls on, on people, what they can sell, uh, the price they can sell things at, uh, how much they can sell, things like that. Uh, you 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 see in those countries. Think of like uh, Soviet Russia, for example, under communism, uh, it completely falls apart because you're trying not to control this machine with buttons, but people's lives, and they'll only take it for so long. And it really doesn't work because humans can't really ultimately be controlled. Everyone makes different decisions for different reasons and they can be maybe controlled for a while maybe they'll tolerate it to a certain degree but pretty soon you know you have things like the black market which is a nickname for people who are secretly buying and selling things that the government says they can't or maybe if the government says you're you're only allowed to you know sell this much of your wheat crop well maybe that uh, wheat farmer is going to find the you know someone on the black market who will buy the rest of what they've produced they don't want to just throw it away they don't want to just feed it to the cows they want to make money that's why they did it and so they're going to pursue other opportunities to still you know make a profit so so the government you know these these central planners as we sometimes call them we we talk about that in the road to uh, serfdom Tuttle twins book these central planners have these designs, they have these visions, these desires, but ultimately people won't be controlled over the long term because they have their own incentives. That's another uh, word in one of our books. In, in other words, their own motivations to act. Um, and so I, I think it's interesting for us to ponder history because there's so many instances where when uh, someone tries to control the economy, um, they, they ultimately fail. One thing I think it would be fun also to link on our show notes page, uh, Brittany, is uh, the the uh, Hayek and Keynes rap. Yes. Actually, there's more than one, there's, right? There's, I think there's three of them now. I can only speak for two of them, but they are they're great. I will link to those. They're fun to listen to. And so uh, one of our friends, John Popola, put this together. This is fun to watch, and I will say for the younger kids, you know, it's fun. It's silly. Uh, but for the older kids and the adults, if you've been learning about economics, if you've been learning about free markets, if you've read any of our books, you'll recognize some of the things that are said in there because uh, the what they do in the, this fun little rap is uh, they introduce a lot of economic concepts and they show the kind of two sides, if you will. 
Hayek is is F.A. Hayek. He wrote The Road to Serfdom, which we based our Road to Serfdom book on. And and so he's kind of the free market guy talking about much like you and I, Brittany, have been discussing here. You can't control the economy. The economy is people. You can't centrally plan the lives of you know millions of people. And so he's making those arguments and he kind of represents the free market point of view. And then on the other side of the argument, you have John Maynard Keynes, uh, Keynes, uh, Keynes, Keynes, I think it's Keynes, Keynes. Keynes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's, uh, K-E-Y-N-E-S. So John Maynard Keynes was a, a banker and an economist kind of guy, and he was very much in favor of government control. He supported uh, the idea that the government should manipulate what prices are, what the interest rates are, and things like that. In other words, he felt like central planning of the economy was not only possible, but that it was a good thing and that it should be done. And so in this fun rap video, the two characters, uh, Hayek and Keynes, each kind of you know sp- uh, spar or fight back and forth with their ideas in this little you know boxing match and then uh, some other videos as well. So uh, fun little videos we'll link to, but it, it points out, Brittany, that there are wildly different perspectives on uh, on the economy. So let me maybe ask your opinion on why is it important to learn this stuff? I, I never even took an economics class until that sweaty teacher in college because <laughs> I was required to. Um, and, and even then, I didn't really learn economics. I learned uh, nothing, but I was taught charts and graphs and boring stuff. So I didn't, I didn't really retain anything. I didn't, I didn't you know, remember it. But uh, so we got a bunch of kids listening to this and certainly their parents. Why is it important for all of us, no matter our age, to learn about economics because unless you are living on a mountain in a cave without any access to any other human beings or any technology which i'm sure there might be some people but most of us you know especially if we're listening to this podcast are not living that life then you're part of the economy there's a quote i don't remember what it is it says like even if you don't care about politics politics will always care about you i don't know how true that is i don't know that politicians are as important as they like to believe they are but I think the economy is because you are living and breathing the economy. You are the economy. So I think it's really important because you have to understand, first of all, the role you play. And I mean, it's kind of like unlocking the secrets to the world. I remember thinking that I was never going to get economics. It felt like it was something, some weird language that I was going to have to study in college with a boring, sweaty teacher as you had. But when I started learning from the right places and I started learning the, the important things, the right part of economics, uh, it became like really interesting and really fun because you start understanding the way the world works. Uh, so I do think it's important for everyone. And I don't think you should listen to anybody who tells you that maybe you're not going to get it. Like I remember thinking, oh, I'm not good at math, so I'm not going to get the economy. That's doesn't that's so irrelevant to everything. So I think that is one of the most important things you can do is get a basic, you know, Econ 101. One great book you can read is Economics of One Lesson by Henry Hazlitt. And I will link to there in the show notes. So I think that is 100% more so even than politics and, you know, civil, civil, you know, how our political system works. I think everybody should get a basic understanding of the economy. Maybe one of the final things we can talk about is uh, this concept of the invisible hand. Yes. And we talk about the economy. Uh, that's kind of the, the free market side. This stems from uh, Adam Smith. Uh, we'll link uh, in the show notes page to a little article about uh, him. And uh, he was an economist a long time ago who came up uh, with this concept of what he described as the in- invisible hand. Uh, th- this idea that you know, the economy kind of takes shape and, and moves forward 
almost as if there was this invisible hand guiding it because, you know, life gets better, new products get made, new inventions come on board, people buy and sell, resources get where they need to be. I have, you know, uh, oranges in the middle of winter in Utah, right? <laughs> because the market kind of sorts itself out because the needs and demands of all these different people all over the world kind of interact with one another and it all just kind of settles out where, yeah, you can get tropical fruit um, in the middle of winter on the other side of the world. So uh, the, this idea that there's this kind of invisible hand guiding the process almost where you would think that uh, there's someone kind of bringing order to the system, but as Hazlitt and Hayek and others talk about, uh, it's not an actual hand from a central planner. It's really more uh, what's called spontaneous order. Which we've in talked words, about before, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in other words, order that has come about spontaneously or or uh, suddenly and on its own, where the, the, the actions and the interactions of millions of people each doing what they want. Like, think about in the Tuttle Twins and the Miraculous Pencil when the pencil was being made, well, the, the logger cutting down the trees has no idea that he's cutting down a tree to make a pencil or a table or like he, he has no idea. He's just cutting down the tree and sending it down to the mill and he doesn't know what he's doing, but his actions later contribute to the production of a pencil. And, and there's no pencil, you know, president, there's <laughs> no central planning office of pencil production. There's there's no one that needs to oversee that or no actual hand, right, to guide it. Uh, but it's more an invisible hand. You would think that someone is in charge because everything just works so well all the time. And yet it's the spontaneous order. It's all these these people making their own decisions that in the uh, in the totality of, of everything uh, seems to work out OK. Absolutely. I think you're absolutely correct in that. So it's it's really interesting to see that there isn't some big mystery and there's some hidden machine, you know, behind the curtain that is the economy. It's important to remember that we are the economy. I think that's exactly right. And guys, uh, take advantage of the show notes today. We're going to have several resources for you. Go watch the fun uh, rap video. And even if some of the concepts are over your head, frankly, it's a great opportunity to uh, go learn a few things from what uh, what they bring up in the video because it's it's packed full of uh, different uh, ideas that are really important to explore. Of course, uh, if interested in learning more as a family, uh, you can also then become a subscriber of Free Market Rules. Head to freemarket.tuttletwins.com and uh, you can sign up today. Brittany, until next time, as always, great chatting with you and uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out tuttletwins.com for more awesome content.